Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through Matthew. We're in the 24th chapter. And I tell you what, are not the words of the Lord Jesus Christ rattling us a little bit here? Yeah, rattling us a little bit. What he says here in Matthew 24 and 25, Luke 21, Mark 13, is so profound. And it's sort of a sad thing. It's pretty rare when you hear anybody teach on this or preach on this. You'll hear them jump into certain portions of it. They'll jump into Matthew 25 about the sheep and goats. But that's always taught totally out of context and just uh, a created application. It's not Every time I've ever heard that taught and preached, it's wrong. Okay, Because they don't understand what Jesus is saying here. But if you just take your time and listen to this and read it, the Lord's going to reveal a lot. And it is actually uh, sort of sho- shocking. Remember what we close with in previous episode, Matthew 24, verse 21 said this, Jesus speaking, there will be a great tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Wait till you hear the next verse, but we're not going to go there right now. (laughs) We're going to go to Mark, okay? I want you to hear what Mark has to say, the parallel passage about this. And this is in Mark chapter 13, I believe, verse 14. And and don't forget this. Remember in uh, all three of these passages, the verse before had something like this. You're going to be hated for me, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. That's what Mark said. Luke says, by your endurance, you will gain your life. And this is not endurance unto gaining salvation or attaining salvation. This is endurance that comes about because we are saved and that we endure and we endure and we press on to the end. The primary way that you know beyond any shadow of a doubt that you are truly saved is the fact that you endure to the end. That's what the scripture teaches. Now watch what Mark says here beginning in verse 14. It's quite similar to to Matthew. But when you see, this is Jesus speaking, but when you see the abomination of desolation standing where it should not be, let the reader understand, then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. The one who is on that housetop must not go down or go in to get anything out of his house. And the one who is in the field must not turn back to get his coat. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. But pray that it may not happen in a winter. For those days will be a time of tribulation such as has not occurred since the beginning of the creation until God created, which God created, sorry, (coughs) until now and never will. So you see that it's basically parallel to what Matthew said, right? But remember this, folks, that Jesus is speaking this. And just reflect upon this for a moment. Jesus is talking about a great tribulation, but then Jesus says this. It's going to be so bad, it's unlike anything that has occurred since the beginning of creation. Mark says, Matthew says, the beginning of the world. Jesus believed, understood, taught that everything that we see was created. 
And here he says, which God created. He doubled down on it. The beginning of the creation which God created until now. Jesus believed that God created in the way that God has explained it. And you read the other portions of the scripture, you find out that Jesus was the one who spoke it into existence at the behest of the Father. Jesus believes in creation, ex nihilo, out of nothing. And it was done by the voice and the mouth of the Most High God. So when people come along and say, well, I believe things just evolved into existence and it took millions and billions and billions of years, you do well to pay attention to what the Lord Jesus Christ says. Okay? Pay attention to what he said. Now the next verse gives us the same insight that Matthew gives us, but we're not going to get into that right now. Uh, let's go over to Luke. Now Luke's passage is really interesting. This is Luke 21, verse 19. It says, by your endurance you will gain your lives. Then verse 20, Jesus speaking again. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then recognize that her desolation is near. See, Matthew and Mark didn't say anything about surrounded by armies. And that verse right there totally blows out the thought that all of this was fulfilled in 70 AD because Jerusalem wasn't surrounded by armies then. It was surrounded and overthrown by one army the Roman army, not groups of armies, one army. So that point right there and a bunch of other things that I keep pointing out really gives us insight that what is referred to as the preterist position uh, is not valid and is not true. Continue, verse 21, Jesus speaking. <clears throat> then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains and those who are in the midst of the city, what city? Jerusalem, must leave and those who are in the country must not enter the city. Why? Verse 22. Because these are days of vengeance, so that all things which are written will be fulfilled. What? Yeah, it's a day of vengeance. You, you're going to see days of vengeance, and you're going to see wrath. We've already seen wrath mentioned, I believe. This right here is the vengeance I'm going to tell you what it is. The man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, executing his vengeance. Okay? His vengeance against the Jew and against the believer. The wrath is the wrath of God coming upon the man of lawlessness and unbelieving mankind. Verse 23, Jesus continues. Woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For they, there will be a great distress upon the land and wrath to, to this people, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and will be led captive into all the nations. And Jerusalem will be trampled underfoot by the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. Okay? And so what you're seeing is that Luke's giving us some insight that Mark and Matthew are going to show us in just a few verses. I'm going to stop right here. But they all agree on the same basic thing that there's going to be a time of tribulation that is coming, and it's going to be unlike anything that's ever occurred before or that will ever occur since then. Now, let me tell you what. Most of us who are believers will have grown up uh, with a background in the teaching, either an overt teaching or a covert teaching, that says this. Yeah, that's going to occur, but the good news is we're not going to be here because we're going to be raptured out before this time. Hear me very clearly. Hear me very plainly. No, 
the church will not be raptured out before this time. As a matter of fact, and you'll see it over in Revelation 12, by definition, the man of lawlessness is tribulating, if that's a word, the Jewish people in Israel and those who believe in Jesus Christ, the church. That, who, that is who is undergoing the tribulation. Most of us, though, grew up with an understanding, and what happened is that our, our preachers and our teachers don't know the truth about this, and they conflate two things. They conflate the great tribulation, and they conflate the wrath of God. They don't understand that the great tribulation is the wrath of the man of lawlessness empowered by Satan against the Jews and Israel and, and the church. They don't understand that the wrath of God is God's wrath being poured out upon uh, the man of lawlessness, upon Satan, and upon all those who don't believe. The great tribulation and the wrath of God are not the same. The great tribulation and the day of the Lord are not the same. But so many books that have been written, so many things that have been taught and preached through the years, people think they're the same thing. And boy, if you think that, you're just going to be totally, absolutely confused. You must read the Word of God. And you must read it, not in your rose-colored glasses of your particular way of thinking, but just read to see what it says. When you do, it becomes abundantly clear of what's going to happen. A lot of times I'll tell believers that and they start panicking, start getting scared. To which I will look at you and say, why are you fearful? What's being revealed here? <laughs> we'll talk more about that in subsequent episodes. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you then. Goodbye.